All right, welcome, welcome to the 20. <laughs> I'm calling this episode 21. I'm laughing because it could be number 22, but it doesn't matter anyway because two of them I never posted because I didn't know what I was doing as usual in the beginning. And they're drafts and they're sitting there as drafts and they're just going to stay there as drafts. But anyway, so it's Friday, 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 February 19th. And there is some news. Well, first let me say this is my FX. That's F as in Frank, X as in X-Ray Buddies podcast. And to see all of the articles that I will discuss and more, you can go to my FX Buddies. My FX Buddies and that's where they're posted uh, and with this podcast they let you put a little snippet so I always put a snippet of the most the article that I like the most and with the link to where the full you know everything is and that if you don't see that where you're listening it is, I know for a fact, at anchor.fm. All right, now that all that stuff is out of the way. So they did announce they're voting Thursday, next Thursday. So we'll see if that actually happens. <laughs> and they are saying they have an agreement. The Kurds and uh, Baghdad have an agreement again. So then why do they need to wait till next Thursday? Who knows? But that's what they're putting out. So a really nice, okay, when some people are excited about one of these banks, the Rafadon Bank, which is actually, it is a major bank over there. It's a major state bank. They announced that they have been taken out of Article 7, which, so what? I, I mean, the whole country was removed out of Chapter 7. I think in 2015 or 2016 and not bankruptcy either they're under these articles of the UN and they had been under seven chapter seven of the articles of blah 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 of the UN right <laughs> so we a lot of us got all excited oh because they had a press conference and they Re, you know, announced Iraq has been removed from Article 7. So we thought, yeah, the Army's going to happen. Nope, not a thing. So if removing the whole country from Article 7 didn't move it forward, why would removing this one bank, when they have other state banks, why would that make a difference, right? So, I mean, it's just another check off the list, right? But I doubt it's the Thing that's going to kick it off. Okay, so they announced that yesterday, actually, but I just saw the article today. Let me make a note so I do actually post Article 7. Okay, and okay, no, not yet. So they have an article in Iraq because, you know, I follow oil. I have my little investment in oil, which is 
up. Again today, despite the horrible week we had, except Bitcoin. Bitcoin made it up to 57,000. Anyway, let's see. Come on, come on. Yeah, I'm at $1.17 in my oil fund. S&P is up. Brazil. Yeah, but the other, everything else is down. But anyway, so now, so in Iraq, well, actually, it's the Daily Telegraph. It's an article in the Daily Telegraph that Iraq has posted. And they're saying that by over the next five years, they can see the price of oil rising to $150 a barrel. And it says oil appears to be on the verge of a new golden age in the next few years with global demand for crude to peak. But I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What happened to all the talk of electric vehicles What that they're going to force on us? And did you know, I've heard from several different people but now even today one of the shows that i watch they were even saying that electric vehicles emit a lot of radiation to the people inside the electric vehicle so why would an all-loving caring government want to force me to ride in a little radiation box i just i don't understand that and then there's the problem of the batteries the lithium batteries um I don't know about like Lucid and these other ones that are coming out, but Tesla's, it's been reported that their batteries occasionally spontaneous, spontaneously combust. Uh, do the other ones do that? I don't know. But then they have to be recycled. So that's another problem. So I don't know. Anyway, but remember, I don't know. Maybe I told you guys. I told a couple of people. JP Morgan had an analyst that came out and said oil could reach $100 by summer. And they, almost as if they heard me say I needed this report, they printed it again. So it's a J.P. Morgan guy. He's saying we'll see $100, uh, oil at $100 a barrel. And... A Goldman Sachs guy said he sees uh, $80, but his is by the end of the year. Or, well, he just says this year. So that's, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. Well, A, because it affects the budget for Iraq, which then some people think the higher the price of oil, the higher their rate can come out. So that would affect us. The higher rate would affect us. Okay, so that's why I follow that, even though I fully believe oil is manipulated. But right now, for some reason, they want the price to rise, and it's rising. So, you know, look into, I have an oil ETF. I, I think it's too risky to actually invest in a company. U.S. Oil Fund is what I like. Okay, just throwing that out there. All right, so that was today. Now, the most exciting thing is a pretty long article. If you didn't hear yesterday's episode, you should go back and listen. There's a really nice article there. 
Um, and I'm hoping over the weekend to see more of those talking about removing the three zeros, but we'll see. Okay, but before I get into that, here's another, a new round of financial talks between Iraq and a European country, the Netherlands. And I could have sworn I read an article that the Netherlands was getting out of um, oil. And now here they are in Iraq, because the Netherlands has their own oil. But I guess, you know, they know where the money is. So I will post that if you want to read that. What else? Let's see. <laughs> Monetary. Prime Minister. Okay, yeah, this this was good too. It has a weird title though. The Prime Minister discusses. Oh, let me check my time. Okay, we're good. We're good. Nine minutes. Now I have to get back. Okay. The Prime Minister discusses the implementation of the Ring Road around the capital, Baghdad, and its importance in stimulating the economy. So I have no idea what that means. Ring road, maybe it's a road. Their, their roads are not set up. I think they were created more for aesthetics than efficiency. Because I watch their TV and um, they actually stand in the middle of the street and they interview people. So... <laughs> But, and sometimes they show an aerial view, and it's very pretty. It's just like in London, I think, there's this circular thing. It's very pretty, but not very efficient for the movement of traffic. So I think what they're saying, and there's businesses all around this thing. So I think they're saying if they develop that ring road, and it says, and it's design. So I think that's their way of saying, yes, we know it's not efficient then they, it'll bring in better traffic, saying it says traffic momentum, as well as developing cities and the, you know, the developing cities and surrounding areas. So I like its future vision, right? It That will create jobs, expanding the roads and cities that creates jobs. So, and the new jobs are supposed to be in this budget. So when I read an article like this, it makes me believe they are going to do this, right, with the new budget. Okay, now the best article, the most encouraging, it says, Monitoring Important Economic Achievements of the Kasimi Government Opens a New Gateway of Hope for Iraqis. Isn't that nice? A New Gateway of Hope. All right. And it was interesting. So this is actually a, a study done by the Ruta. Ra Rawabet, I don't know how to say that, but Ra Rawabet <laughs> Center for Research and Strategic Studies. Okay, you read that and you tell me how it should be said. So, but the Prime Minister has been getting beaten up uh, in the press. They've been saying he sucks, he's not doing a good job. They, Some people are calling for him to step down, but this is actually a very positive uh, report on him. And it talks about uh, building stuff that he's done and 
yeah, but I don't care about that, right? But if you want to read that, it's here for you. Well, you know, if you go to that blog that I told you. But here's the good, you know, it says the Yakazimi government began. Oh, wait, wait, no, this part I, I like also. So it says, however, so I'm just picking the parts that I want to read to you, right? There's more way more than what I'm reading to you. However, the measures that the government adopted during the months of May and June were able to overcome the biggest crisis threatening the security and stability of the Iraqi citizen. And that key right there, security and stability, that phrase, I mean, that is important. We want them to be secure and stable so businesses and contractors will feel safe to come in. All right. So then it says the government began preparing the white reform paper as well as drafting the 2021 budget and including it in the economic visions in the white paper. And some people believe the new rate is in the white paper. It's probably not, though, but I could be wrong. One of the first reform measures was to reduce the exchange rate of the Iraqi dinar against the dollar to stimulate local production. Okay, so they knew that was going to happen. They knew it was in the white paper to reduce the exchange rate. So why did it, why was it such a shocker to us and to the people? I don't think they were forthright in their plans. But anyway, we're here now. We have to deal with it, right? But then it says, and address the huge and blah, 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 and get the corrupt people, right? It says, and most of its revenues reach the pockets of the corrupt. I love the way some of their wording is. All right. So and then there's more blah, blah, blah. And then it says, it provided a stimulus package to restart the economy. And that's what we want. I like any word that starts with re for reevaluate, revalue, you know, restructure, restart. I like to see those words. All right. And then they have restore balance to the Iraqi economy by taking appropriate future steps to develop it in a dynamic, dynamic diversified way that creates opportunities for citizens to live a decent life. And who doesn't want to live at least a decent life, right? By proposing a set of comprehensive political reforms, and this requires courage, political firmness, and acceptance by the Iraqi people. Because if the people don't accept it, let me tell you, they will be in the streets. All right. Um, so, yeah. So then it just goes on to talk about what the reform paper focuses on. But they're giving him a pretty good job. But one of them is restructuring the financial and banking system. So we like to see that. Creating the appropriate environment to create a competitive, dynamic economy. And we like to see that. We want to see that. And many of us in the Dinar community believe that they can't do this until they raise the rate. So these are, what is it? Sideways? No, not sideways. I can't think of the phrase I'm trying to use, but these are around, roundabout ways of saying they're going to raise the rate. But that's with our dinar goggles on. Yes.
I have several pairs of dinar goggles ranging in levels of thickness. <laughs> All right, so that is the report for today. Let's check the time. All right, yeah, it's a short one. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was informative. And oh, wherever you're listening, if there is a subscribe button, click the subscribe button because I don't post every day. That way, when I do post, if all things are working as they should be, you would be notified that my FX Buddies have posted a new episode. All right, so it being Friday, I wish you a happy, not happy, a nice weekend. If you need to relax, relax. If you need to go out and play like crazy, do that, whatever suits you. All right, thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day, morning, evening, whatever time of day fits you. <laughs>